How's that sound? Okay. Is Drea going to be on here? Nah, she's working. Okay. <laughs> Somebody got to work between the four of us. <laughs> Ever since I was 13, my biggest problem has been just to find the right road to get to that rainbow that everybody talks about. And like most people get close enough to count the stripes, but they don't have enough guts to reach out and take that pot of gold. And what are you going to do? I'm going to walk off with the whole pot. You going to share that with anyone? There's a possibility I might share it with a little lady I just met. Welcome back, everybody, to your mom's favorite podcast. Good for you. Um, I am, if you don't know, if you do know, your host, Tone. Always flanked by my co-host and co-pilot, Chap. What's going on, brother? Hey, what's going on, Tone? Hey, everybody. We back for episode three, season three. Yes, sir. I mean, we already three episodes in on this season. Um, today, we got a guest. Chap, you want to? Absolutely. So, I'd love to introduce our guest. It's been a, a theme of this season that we'll have guests on throughout. And this episode joining us is my lovely wife, Shay. Hey, hey. Hey, Shay. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good. Doing good. Just, um, you know, a little a little busy today with a lot going on. But other than that, you know, all is well. Well, we are really excited to have you. And I think having you on this episode makes the most sense because um, we're actually going dive to in, dive into the topic of relationships and matrimony. Yes. So, um, you and Chap have been married how many years now? It'll be eight years in September, and coming up on month. eight. Yep. And I will be married two months coming up on tomorrow. Let's give it up for the newlyweds. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I mean, at this time, those are really different experiences, and we felt like it would be an opportune moment to kind of dive into that experience, getting to that point and, and, and looking at relationships through the lens of somebody that's kind of brand new to the game when we're talking about marriage and, and, and the two of you guys who are, you know, vets, I, I guess I would want to say, you know, close to 10 years wow. being married. Right. Right. Wow. And like, and like, you know, one thing, because, you know, you think about the different times uh, of in terms of being married and uh, dating. And a lot of people say who've been in relationships, well, what's the difference? It's the same thing. Or I'm playing house. Or I'm, we're doing this or that. But I think, you know, Tony, you could expound on We can expound as well. Once you lock in and you take it seriously and you go through the that process of you know you look in your life partner in the eyes and in the face and committing to them it's kind of different versus dating you kind of like i can chuck the deuce i could pack my stuff and i could you know jump on the dating app but when you locked in married it's kind of like all right know to run you know what I mean? let's let's work this thing out and you're absolutely right and i think that's a great place to start when we're talking about them because i think you know all of us have had dating experiences, good, bad, and indifferent. And, Chap, you make up a really good point, especially I know for me, when I was dating, um, 
it wasn't nothing to be like, all right, I'm bored, or this person's getting on my nerves. You know what? I'm not returning the call. I'm not returning the text. I'm gonna keep it pushing. I'm gonna find something else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you know when you're in that lane, that is kind of a sense of freedom and and and, and about yourself. But I think you're also learning, um, what your interests are and what you find in them. Like, how did you guys feel like separately as you were going through the dating processes? Um, I think for me in the dating thing, it was always like I would have date a different person for a different reason because there was no one person that kind of filled all the boxes or most of the boxes. So it's like, oh, okay, you're the person that I could go out to eat with, or you're the person that, um, is a good listener you know there's more of an emotional connection but there's like nothing else you know it was always like maybe one or two things but not everything um and for me the thing that was always usually missing was the spiritual component for me um just in terms of you know the depth of where I was in my relationship with God and just looking for someone who was understood that and kind of on a similar journey. Um, And that typically was the one thing that was just not uh, there for me. And so like, I I always knew that the relationships or the dating, it just was kind of shallow because it could never go to like, they would never understand me on really the most important level to me, you know? So um, I think when I met Brandon, that was where we connected first, really, Um, and we were really on a similar journey. So it was already like, oh, wow, like that, you know, he checked that box already. That was really major for me. And the spinoff of that, like timing is everything because like Tony, you were with me when I really did a like recommitment, you know, to Christ and, you know, born again and all of that. Cause I know what it's like, like, during that time, like, the Holy Spirit was kind of, like, showing me, like, what wasn't it. Like, you know, I had different connections, but I kind of knew, like, it wasn't, there was, it, it possibly, I don't know, I just didn't feel like it was a life thing. I felt like, all right, this is a seasonal, this is the time being. Like, not to disrespect those people, but, you know, when you try to, I guess, go forward or push forward, something was like pulling me back. That this either it was God saying, "Hey, just spend more time with me now. Like dig into me now. Like start walking with me." Like it wasn't even necessarily like this wasn't the right person. It was kind of like God was pulling me closer to Him. Mm-hmm. And then, like you know, when Shay and I connected, it was like legitimately like what we were on and not on like no pompous thing. Cause I, you know, I think we all probably met people, talk to people who might've been in the church or in their religion or whatever, but not really like of it or living like according to that. It's like, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm saying I'm doing this, but you know, I'm still kind of like doing, doing other things too, where it was just like, I think at, at the moment when we kind of came in, it was kind of like, yeah, I think I really want to give God a try. And I'm, I'm, I'm serious about it. Like I, you know, it makes sense to me and I tried other things, but like, 
I think I want to let him lead instead mm-hmm. of me kind of being on some, I just still kind of want to do what I want to do. Um, so that kind of shaped a lot of our like early conversations, but had it been the time is everything. Cause had it been like a year yeah. or two earlier, we would have missed each other. We would have been on totally different, probably like yeah. lanes and levels. Well, I think, the, and to dovetail back to what you're saying with timing, because, and I can't really speak so much to Shay's side of the story, but chat, you know, we were definitely in constant communication. Um, y'all both being away from family and on the other side of the country, right? And trying to figure other things out besides the relationship. So like for me and Drea, it was very difficult because we were both here. We had known each other since middle school. We may not have communicated as much, but when we kind of popped back up in each other's lives, there was kind of a sense of familiarity, not only with each other, but also our environments, right? Like we would go date on the Ave and, and be in places and see people, but you guys right. were both in like a brand new environment, trying to figure that out, trying to navigate your ways through that on top of dating and being out here and trying to find that other portion, which, um, I mean, I, I don't know. I could tell from, from, from my conversations with chat, that was like an experience in and of itself. Am I wrong? In terms of like dating in LA or Yeah, like... dating in LA, being being that far away from home and 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 not only trying to figure out what you're doing with yourself in regards to living situations, uh uh, uh jobs and everything that comes with now being yeah. all the way across country and then on top of the fact trying to find somebody. Right. Well, I, I mean sorry, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say I think yeah, it was an interesting dynamic and Possibly um, in a good way because you don't have the interference of opinions from as many people uh, in terms of family. I mean, I had a few close friends. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm the type of person I'm going to do what I want to do anyway. But um, it just makes relationships stressful when you have a bunch of people in your ear or if they don't approve or if they just, you know, always have their two cents. So kind of, we had a little bit of that, but um, not having a lot of that probably made it easier for me. But I had been in um, LA longer than chap. And so um, I had That sounds weird when you say it. It does. Um, Yeah. Do you? Do you? <laughs> no, we're gonna power through. Go ahead. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, this, this, um, call me what you call me. Okay. Yeah, um, I had been there a few years before him, and so I had kind of had you know, I a lot of dating in LA, which is the worst city, I think, for black women to date and all the ones I know agree with me so you know why was, so um there's more of I, I don't think and I, of course this is generally speaking is not for every guy from LA or that lives there but they don't really believe in courting like they kind of think that they're the prize and in, in my experience and the experience of my friends and that you know you they don't really believe in taking you out on dates it's like it's very very casual and 
I think they just think that they're the prize <laughs> for some reason, which is so different from, you know, other cities with like young black professionals, um, you know, where you are taken out on dates and, 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 and held to a certain esteem. So, yeah. And, and it's, and it was also a more shallow, like, like very casual, very shallow in conversation. Um, that was my experience, you know, and just kind of just on playtime all the time, you know? So yeah, they don't really approach that. you. Let me, well, see, that's the thing, because opposite, you know, New York is known for the, you know, let me holler, let me holler, let me holler. Cat and holler. Like you. What's going on, Red Pants? Yep. Yep. Yeah, Red Pants, <laughs> right, you know, um, totally unacceptable. Um, but, like, okay. to, 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 to be fair, because we, I, I'm not big on generalizations, so we speak to our unique experience. I don't want to paint all. LA brothers or sisters the same because one thing I because I've heard the same thing forever I've heard the same thing about New York I've heard when I was um when we were at Howard like sisters would be like oh Howard man ain't this and that and I would be like oh geez take your ass over to Georgetown then like you know like it was like I'd never heard of like there being like a golden city for dating you know for anyone black or whatever i just think dating is kind of hard and i mean I, I don't i'm not really privy to dating as much in a digital age though some of the early like messages shan i had were on facebook but like with dating apps i've i've heard it doesn't necessarily make it even easier like it's still a challenge so i know i've had you know piggyback on shay i've I've had challenges too. I mean, I've had, um, you know, awkward dates, um, like toxic relationships, all of that. And um, I think, like you said, Tom, me driving across country for a new beginning, a whole new start in California, I think God was kind of playing chess because I didn't have familiar comfort zones. Mm -hmm. So, like, I was very much dependent, like, on whatever was to come and what was new so and um I was very much vulnerable too so I didn't know anybody really or know much or where things were or how things were so um you know any little bit of like kind of genuine connection I I like valued highly so um I think our our Shane and I's connection and relationship was really valuable from the start and yeah. I think I think also you got to be mindful of when you are dating, right? Everybody's got different expectations in dating, right? Some people are kind of like trying to figure it out or just, you know, wanting to meet people, where some people, on the other hand, are dating specifically to get married, right? Right, right. So, like, with me and, and my parental dynamic, right, I had my dad, my dad uh, divorced my mom, married my stepmother. They were together for many years. They got divorced. Uh, my stepmother, like, almost immediately remarried. My mom never remarried after my... So, my view of relationships and marriage, honestly, was kind of very individualistic like if you want to get mm -hmm. married you can get married if you don't it doesn't work for you it's cool i never really felt while i was in the middle of my dating that i was kind of like oh yo i gotta find the one because i want to get married i, I now i saw the beauty in marriage you know and, and, and being a christian i understood the importance of it 
Um, but I never really felt, at least in my dating experiences, that like that was my ultimate goal, at least early on. I think it took me finding somebody that, you know, I could grow with and I enjoyed their time. Like I never I never even had really an aha moment with Drea. I, mm. I just knew that there was a oh uh, nah, this is the person I wanna be with. Right. You know and how, how early on, like, I mean, I don't, you know, I'm not, I don't know, if, I don't know if we at the, the aha moments yet, but like how early on, cause I'm thinking like, you know, we've, we, we've, you've always been, of course, closer to Drea, but we've known Drea for about the same amount of time, right? Like middle school, right? Yeah. And so, and, but y'all, of course, were much closer, relationship, cool, dating, but like, it's kind of like interesting to like go out to the world and and to like discover the world and then from a dating perspective and be like, nah, that still don't add up. Like that's they not the one. Like, I, did you know early that she was the one? Because it's like no, no, no. So okay. so um, to kind of like peek behind the curtain, um, we got married about. 13, 14 years into quote unquote courtship, right? We have been off and on and had our moments for so many years, but I did have an aha moment, but it came deep into the relationship. After okay. we had broken up maybe once or twice and we both were out dating, it just seemed like so natural that we kept like drawing each other back. And um, mm. I think for me, there was a moment where we were really kind of like, we were separated, but we were still seeing each other. And I had a real vulnerable time. And I said to her, I was like, all right, I want to be with you. Um, I've been out here. I've been outside. I'm not feeling all of that. I want to be with you. I can't be your friend. Right. Because right. there's feelings. Mm-hmm. So it's like either we're going to move forward and do something serious or we need to take a separation completely. Like, yeah. I can't hang out with you. I can't I can't go to the movies with you. We can't go grab a beer. We can't do those things because at least for me, like, I couldn't torture myself that way. Yeah. So um, there was even a miscommunication in that. And it took some time. And just by happenstance, um, I remember when it happened, happened for us to say, all right, this is what we're doing. This is what we're doing going forward. Um, mm-hmm. I had thought I was past the all right, man, I can't hang out with her. I was like, all right, cool. I wanted to go to the movies. And nobody was around. Like, <laughs> he wasn't around. Brandon was a cur- Like, nobody was around. So I was like, um, so I hit her up. I was like, yo, let's go to the movies. Let's go get something to eat. And we just went. And I was really in a comfortable space where I was like, all right, you know, maybe I could do this. And that kind of opened up a discussion. And I realized that there was some miscommunication in what I meant when um I said to her, like, I can't be your friend right now. I need some space so that I can kind of detach myself. And through that, we both were like, yeah, what what games are we playing? We both know that we love and care for each other, and we got those same feelings. And from there, um, we committed to each other, uh, which eventually ended up to where we're at now. I mean, that mm-hmm. even took some time in between that. But my aha moment came late in the game, if if, if that answers your question, Chuck. It does. Uh, what was your aha moment, Shay? Hmm. <laughs> um. 
I think I'm trying. Okay, so I felt really early on, like when we first linked up uh, and we met up for drinks. I we just had a really good conversation, um, and you were, you know, asking a lot of questions with depth. You know, it seemed like you really were interested in who I was as a person, and it wasn't just like physical or shallow or you know um so I think I was initially intrigued by that that like wow this guy really has substance you know we both went to Howard and um he's asking really good questions and then but I said you know he just moved here and I've already done the I'm dating somebody that just moved here they don't have a car they don't have a place to stay they don't have a job I can't do that situation again so I was kind of just like waiting to see how he moved and operated you know in a new city and then you seem to be very responsible and like you got a job right away and you had a car so it was like okay you know he's he has like initiative um and yeah, I mean, I think I honestly knew from that first time that we hung out that there was something there. Um, but when we were both, we both were there one Christmas um, and I had gotten really sick. I don't know what kind of virus I had, but I was like deathly ill. And we were, um, I was staying with him at the time and uh, it was on Christmas and it was like the only Christmas I had never been home. And I just remember feeling like, wow, my spirit like feels at home with him. Like I just felt like, so at peace and at yeah. home away from home and so I think that was like the biggest aha moment that was like yeah I could really see I really feel like covered and protected and I think that's something that I never felt before I never felt like emotionally protected I always felt like left out to dry or I wouldn't even expose vulnerability because I already knew that it wasn't going to be you know, reciprocated or cared for. So, um, but I definitely, yeah, that, that, that Christmas that we spent here, just the two of us and on the rooftop of that Hollywood apartment. And we were both kind of homesick, but we, um, yeah, we were home. We were, we felt good together. So. I think those vulnerable moments are, are, are where we kind of like strengthen those relationships, being able to be honest with ourselves and being open to the other person. And if that person is comfortable or you feel comfortable, then you feel that connection draw really, really closer. Cause it's like when I'll talk to Chapter, I'll talk to see about their relationships. It's like you normally only hear maybe about the good times, but sometimes in the struggles is, is, is when, um, is when you find more comfort with that person. And I felt that with, yeah. with Drea many a times. So when you brought up vulnerability, like I totally understand what you're saying. Yeah. Yep. You have you know a moment, Chuck? Yeah. You know, I got, I got, I have one every day. Um, <laughs> but now, you know, what just came to me though. Um, I just had an aha just now. It's like, there's a difference between, um, um, like a speed bump in a ditch and or like a speed bump in like a pothole and um i I think about you know we think about dating and the 
the ones who didn't make it to the to the championship round, you know. <laughs> and it's like different flags that came up and different like like potholes and like ditches and like you know being in those situations and you'd be like, whoa, like what is going on? Like I gotta get out of here, <laughs> like you know, um, versus being in a relationship with someone and. And we're not saying we're perfect. We we know we damn sure every all. day we not. not all, yeah. And hope it's not coming across as anything otherwise. But you go through certain challenges um, that you realize are speed bumps. Like we can work through this. <laughs> like I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. This is a bump. You know I probably gotta get my suspension checked out. But we gonna get it fixed and keep rolling. But also so, that willingness to go through the bumps too, because some people yeah. just ready to run off at the first. Yeah, time of, yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. so, so one aha moment for me um, early, and I don't know. I think I don't know if we had decided that we were going to be like together, or if we were still kind of like just dating and filling each other out. But um, I always bring this up because it came, it happened in like a really dark place. Um, of, uh, you know, stress and anger. So we got into like a big argument and I was like, um, you know, like I I was used to doing or I've done before many times. I was like, I'm out of here. Like, whatever. Hey, it's a wrap. Like, I'm out of here. Like, you know, been doing that since post-road, like elementary school puppy love days. Like, just that immature checking the deuces I'm out and Shay was like don't you walk out on me like real like strong and I think I got like scared for a moment like does she oh, want to no. like <laughs> but Threat. I mean like not, I mean I didn't really feel but it wasn't like I didn't feel threatened I just felt like like this is serious this is one to play with like like this is not one to play with so it's like you know, and I think you even said it, like, all right, if you leave, like, that's a wrap. Like, if you walk out, like, then don't come back. Like, you know, we weren't, and, and I noticed that it was different because I had done the back and forth thing before. Like, it's natural. It's common, right? I mean, um, but it kind of just forced me to, like, like, evaluate, did I want to or did I, did I not want to? Like, was it worth it or was it not? like straight up, you know, and not to waste time and not to play games, like no matter how upset I was. And I think, I think it was, I'm trying to think how like deep into it was because I I felt compelled to do it kind of differently this time because before we started talking, like I never um, was like really like the relationship type. Like I wasn't hmm. like, I mean, like not really. I mean, I was pretty immature. Um, but yeah, saying like, you know what? Like, you should be my girlfriend. And then you know what? Like, let's get engaged. It was definitely a little bit yeah. more like cards were on the table this time. Well, let me stop you right there because that I, that's actually was kind of a question that kind of popped in my head for the two of you. So you know, we talked about these aha moments. Um, 
before the actual engagement, had you guys already been kind of like talking about, okay, where is this going? Do we want to get married? Because I know for me, Andrea, since we have been together for so long, um, the conversation of marriage came before even the conversation of, uh, of an actual engagement. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. so the idea of living together and finances and all that stuff kind of was already in our conversations before I had actually even put a ring on it. Was that similar to you guys or was it different? Yeah, I think it was similar. I mean, I think that was one of the things. Um, side note, I really miss uh, Larchmont Park. Uh, where we used to go anyway that reminded me of that area but um <laughs> um he was very upfront about his intentions and that was something that I did not get out here in these streets like there was no you know there was no commitment or talk of commitment or it, it just was always Um, keeping me in a place of things being unclear and sometimes that was okay but um, that was something I was definitely looking for um, was someone who was man enough to say I'm interested in you I'm pursuing you you know I felt like he took the lead in those conversations I didn't have to chase him you know like well what is this what are we doing you know it was none of that and um you know, and really at the beginning, because I know that I was one to jump into things quickly. Um, and in this situation, I was at the point where I was like, I'm not jumping into any relationship like fast anymore. Like I have to take things slow. And I told Brandon that, you know, like we have to take things slow. Um, but he really initiated the lead with things. And so that was something that I really um, appreciated. And he stood behind his word, you know, and was serious about, you know, the things that he was saying. And and we didn't really have a lot of like playing games, you know, so that that was just really helpful. So I feel like the conversations just came organically, you know, it was like, we were together. And then, you know, we're spending a lot of time together. Um, And, you know, every step just kind of like organically came after that. But we um, we did premarital counseling before we got engaged, uh, just to make sure, you know, we were kind of on the same page with things. And that was, um, I think that's like so important because the one thing that was pointed out about our relationship is like the one issue, like we still have to this day and we're still working on (laughs) that they (laughs) identified. So, um, yeah, that's, I think it's just really key to do that. But we, we, yeah, it kind of happened organic. Do you agree? I would agree. And one thing I would say about, like, in terms of, like, setting the tone for us, that is not my personality. (laughs) Like, that came, (laughs) you know, I would give it a credit to how special you are and how beautiful you are and how wonderful you are. But wow. also, I I it, I think it came with maturity because before that, like in terms of like relationship and commitment and clarity and direction, that I mean I don't know many men like who was like that wasn't me like that was I always had those kind of like those challenges that's where the connection would break down 
when dating <laughs> because I'm like, no, I don't want to, no, I don't want to meet family. No, I don't want to commit. No, I'm not, I'm not going to do anything to like hurt you or betray you or be foul. But like, I can't say like, what's going to, I I don't envision like, you know, marriage, house, kids, all of that. I just don't, I'm just kind of doing me having fun and, you know, we're enjoying time together. But with you and I, it was different. I think I was, it, I mean, I give credit to God too, but just in a different, a different um, space or just, I just think it was the time and I can't even take credit. I give credit to the Holy Ghost too, because it just, you know, and I think I learned from my friends that were somewhat ahead of me. Like, you know, Eric had been in a long relationship and it was in route to marriage, as was Alex. And I, um, you know, like, for example, like the engagement ring, like, they were like, yeah, you should go, like, before you propose, like, go look at rings together, like stuff, like, I kind of like learned from them a little bit and stood back and kind of just mm. watched how they, like, operated to some degree. But also in my heart, I knew I'm like, all right, if this is going to be different, if I want this to be different, like, you know, what changes do I need to make? Um, but Tone, one thing I want to ask you, like, um, how did you and Dre get to the point where you started talking about like marriage and wedding and all of that? Like, how does that, was it just like, like even before like the engagement, like, is it just like, uh, like we've been together this, um, this let the time, or we really, really love each other. Or is it like, like, was it a conversation or a moment connection with like, yo, I think we're going to be spending life together. How did that happen? Well, as I said earlier, for me, like when it comes to marriage, I was and am still very much, you know, if it suits you, if that's your desire, if that's what God leads you, go ahead and do that. Um, but she comes from a family where that is very important, right? Uh, okay. Matrimony, finding somebody, long life together. And her parents are very much an example of that. So um, the mm-hmm. ideas and the talks of marriage kind of came really from her of, you know, saying she had a desire for these things. But, you know, when we got to that last point where we both was like, yo, here we are. I want to be with you. That's clear. I want to build something. Um, it just kind of made sense. I mean, even at that time, we had already went through uh, couples counseling because yeah. um, I had kind of gotten into talk therapy. And we talked about this on like a previous episode, uh, I think back in like season one, um, where really at first the focus was on me. But as mm-hmm. I noticed um, that we wanted to move forward, I explained to her that there were some gaps in our relationship that I think we needed some assistance with. And we actually even had another aha moment in couples counseling um, where our connection grew even stronger. And I think post that, we were both in a stage where it was like, all right, man, obviously I got your back. You got my back. (laughs) Um, What's up? What are we doing? You down? And I'm like, yeah, I'm with it. I love you. Obviously, I'm here. Uh, So that next step just kind of really made sense. It took us time to get there um, just for personal reasons, real nuances in our relationship. But I think once kind of those moments hit and we both were like, all right, yeah, this is what we want to do. It was full steam ahead. And how do we get that to happen? If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, it does. Because, I mean, I just, you just think like, and I'm, I'm, I love that we're talking about this because like, it's, you know, it's a hot topic, like dating, marriage, all of that. And it's just like, I'm proud of like all of us, you know, in terms of, you know, being blessed with the opportunity and having the guts to pull it off like yeah. every day because, you know, like that's kind of like a sticking point for certain people is like even the dating like the dating i can't find anybody and da, 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 and it's it's you know it's it's cruel out there and or if it's not that it's well, we've been together forever and this one won't commit and we you know i want like there's tv shows about it like yeah. put a ring on yeah. it yeah you know what i'm saying so like i don't take any of this lightly because i i know um you know it's it's tough And I mean, Mm -hmm. it's work, man. I think I I don't don't want this episode for any of our audience to to feel like any either of our relationships didn't come with those potholes as opposed to speed bumps. Right. But when you're committed with somebody, you know, you power through it. And, And I'll even take the example of us actually getting married. So, you know, we got engaged in 18. Our goal was always 20. But apparently the world had a different plan, right, right? Right. So the moment we get into 2020, and we're really honestly in the start of pushing things forward, yeah. um, the whole world pretty much shut down. And that was kind of a hurdle for us, because if you look at our relationship, we had already gotten a, let me even double that back. I love all my friends and family, um, and all of y'all were happy for us when we got engaged, but don't think I didn't hear the finalies. <laughs> uh, we told everybody because there was a lot of us oh, about time. So when we're getting uh, this ball rolling and then we have to stop because the world stops, it added another hurdle um, kind of in our relationship because kind of made it tough of, all right, well, how do we want to do this? What's feasible of doing this? And, and having to plan something with that climate really kind of tested us, too, because there was many times where, you know, she was responsible for doing something or I was responsible for doing something and things weren't moving away and you get annoyed by the answers that you're getting and numbers ain't looking right. And and then that tests how you guys communicate with each other. And I, I don't know about you, too, but our communication is still something that we're working on. And I think that's going to be something that's going to be consistent because I think that's just with every relationship. Yeah. Um. That process of us just get, actually getting married was a test to our relationship that we had to go through. Mm, I see. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I guess I, I, I said all that to say, like, it, there's a lot of growth and a lot of teamwork that has to come with it. Um, when you're even just doing the process of trying to, to, to finalize that circle or to become married like did you guys have any hurdles within the process of getting married that kind of tested um your relationship um the process of getting married wasn't as big of a challenge for us as I think it is for most couples um to be honest I think again being away from family um let allowed us to do all the planning ourselves and we didn't hire a wedding planner or anything. I, um, I actually planned the most of the wedding and Brandon was pretty hands-on too. Um, 
you know, he, he did a lot of the budgeting, um, and had some opinions on certain things, but yeah, I don't think, I don't think for us planning the wedding tested us. We didn't really have, you know, if anything, sometimes we would have a few little outside hiccups from other people. Um, but for us, I think, you know, we, we were going to have the wedding on the East coast, but then it would have made it a much larger wedding. Um, and so we decided to just have something a little bit more intimate and, you know, uh, I think that helped. That was the best decision we could have made doing it where it was convenient, like for us. I mean, we hated that people had to pay like to come out and all of that. But just in terms of the planning process, um, being able to be there and to see things, you know, was, a, you know, kind of a good decision, I think, for us. Uh, yeah, I agree totally. Um, we kind of, we had the teamwork of, um, you know, of, in terms of like, all right, like, Shay, you plan the details and I like manage the budget and the payment. Like, and I think being away from family and friends, we were in this influence because we know, like, I know from Tone hearing, like, what you went through even before 2020 to other friends, like, family has such a say. They have demands. They want to be helpful. But you you kind of realize the hard way that your relationship, your marriage, you know, people say it's, like, stuff like, you know, finally, whatever is, like, your relationship it, to some degree is not totally your own. It's like part of a larger community. And, you know, folks value their own say, regardless if it's warranted or not. So I think being far away, I mean, we didn't have as much help, even though we did have some help, um, but we were able to kind of like stick and move. Like I just trusted Shay. And I, you know, I, I don't, another thing, neither one of us was a diva about it. Like I was just like, all right, honey, like, Whatever you want, this is our budget. And she was like, all right, cool, I'll make it work. You know what I mean? And uh, and it kind of unfolded. Shout out to uh, Chanel, though, for all the 3 and 4 a.m. emails <laughs> I would send her of different wedding dresses, though. So that was a little bit. She may not yeah. say that I wasn't a diva, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and she was definitely, definitely got to give her her flowers because she was the plug for a lot of things. I mean, where... Yeah. Even though we were living out there, it's still somewhat foreign territory, and she knew different plugs. Like, you yeah. should go here for the venue, or you should go here for the dress, and so on, oh, and here for the flowers, and so on and so forth. So, um, yeah. I don't remember it being like too bumpy. I mean, I just yeah. started a new job, but yeah, I mean, we've had other bumps in our relationship and marriage well, but that oh, yeah. process was not one of them well that's, that's a great question because before we wrap up I actually wanted to ask you guys and kind of lean on your wisdom since you know you guys are almost 10 years in the game like being yeah. a couple being a married couple now with two beautiful children like mm. do you guys have any like tools strategies uh, uh, advice for somebody maybe like me who's only almost just two months into it um, 
that might help strengthen our relationship through those times, through those mm-hmm. hiccups, through those hurdles? I would say um, there are going to be moments that you are going to want to quit. Um, maybe that will, for some people, be in the first year, which is the hardest year. Maybe it's 10 years for some people. Maybe it's 20 years. But the thought of what am I doing? This person doesn't understand me. We're never going to get through this or this is never going to work out is going to come your way at some point, you know? And um, I think just knowing that because no one really like prepares you for that or tells you that, like they make it seem like it's, all, you know, uh, uh, all skipping through roses, even though as much as I believe life should be that I really do, (laughs) um, you know, you're two different people, like with two different backgrounds, two different personalities, two different ways of doing things and seeing the world and coming together as one. And so, um, I would just say, don't be afraid when, if, and when that happens, just know that, you guys have to just come together, you know, and pray through it and pray for understanding and try to put yourself um, in the back seat just enough to listen and hear like what your partner is really saying um, to you. And uh, it was one other thing I was going to say. Um, huh. I'm drawing a blank. Brandon, do you it might come back to me. I'm still here. No, nah, do you do you have any advice? Yeah. Sorry, my phone uh cursed out for a second. Um so Oh, I remember. Um, hmm. um oh, ahead, Shay, I remember, I remember. <laughs> okay. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Is that um so like when you get married, you know, they say the, the Bible says actually it's like the process of two become one. And I think that wedding day is like this in the spiritual realm, like that has happened. That has sealed the deal. But that process is, I feel like eight years is where we are. It's the year of completion also. And I feel like we're, we're really just now understanding what that really means. Like, um, I have a friend that says if one person wins a fight, both people lose. Like, you know, you it's a team thing and you have to think in terms of like what is best for us. Like it just it it shines a light on all selfishness. Um, but I think that's what it's intended to do, you know, because you it makes you become more of a servant and more like Christ and to lead with love but give yourself patience because it's a process of two becoming one like even though it's sealed in the spiritual i feel like in the natural um the things that you go through all of the tests you know and the arguments it's all bringing you closer together you know as two becoming one but just like moms like you don't just wake up one day and become a mom like you grow into motherhood you know so I think you grow into marriage too so just give yourself space to know that that it's a process yeah Yeah, amen I I definitely agree with that um I would just kind of like regurgitate the advice that I got that um (laughs) different advice that just kind of stuck with me. The first one, um, and I, 
and Shay and I, it's funny, this advice we were both like present for. So first one that we got when we were engaged was, um, you know, uh, Paula said, uh, be gentle, saints. Like, she said that the premarital because like, you know, everything, there were other couples there in the like premarital boot camp we did, but kind of have arguments and disagreements and dislikes. And she was just reminding us like, not to fight one another, not to hurt one another, not to, you know, boss or be overbearing with each other, but just to be gentle with each other. Like, you know what I mean? This is the love of your life. This is your life partner. Like, don't tear them down. Like, you know, take mm-hmm. it easy. Sometimes you might be upset or mad or whatever or disagreement, but you can still be gentle. Yes. And um, that goes a long way because... You know, I got a bunch of regrets from different arguments and disagreements, and I do an assessment. I'm like, man, I could have handled that differently. I could have said it differently. I kind of, you know, I mean, I've, I've gotten better, but like certain things, it's like, all right, I still got some work to do. And um, the other bit of advice is um, from my uncle Noah, who passed RIP um, last year. Um, him and my aunt Joy had been together for uh, 50 plus years and we asked them you know in their kitchen one time like all right so you know you gotta ask what's the key to making it work like and um you know he said like we were both committed to making it work like this is simple as that like we were both committed to making it work and I think it's kind of as simple it's as simple and as difficult as that it's like it stares you in the face and it's just mm-hmm. like, like, do I want to make this work? Does she want to make this work? Like, that's the right. question you kind of ask it, mm-hmm. like, in the heat of those moments, because then it'll guide your next step on, do I want to win an argument? Am I too proud to apologize? Like, <laughs> you know, what I got to do what it takes to make it work. Mm-hmm. So that's what I would say. I would I would tell, you know, couples, um, young and old, because some folks need a reminder, even if they've been together for a while, just be gentle with one another. And, um, you know, if your life partners, like, you know, stay committed. Yeah. And don't necessarily watch, watch uh, going to single friends for advice, um, even some married friends. I mean, it really, yeah. you should only have like one, right. like a therapist or one person, you know that you really, really trust if you have a problem or, you know, you need to vent or, um, but yeah, that I would say, don't get advice from people who haven't, don't have a good marriage um, because, you know, you're just not well, in a it's position. About what, there's no like golden rule, right? Like it's about what works for you. You know, I mean, when we were in the boot camp, like they brought in like this, um, this like couple that was old that been married 50 something years and they were Christian and they were smiling and um you know they were perfect and we were in there you know at least the bros was in the back like hey let's talk about sex and it was like um no we're not let's talk about the bible and I'm like come on man like you know you know me and my wife got some plans, okay? And uh, but they and they, you know, we, so their advice was like, oh, always hold hands and kiss and go on dates. 
And it's just like, all right, man, you got to get them out of there. I need, <laughs> well, I, no, I, I need, I need a stronger drink. I no, I agree with you, man. Even though I might only be two months into being married, I'm 15 years into a committed relationship, and right. you're right. absolutely right, man. Not one size does not fit all. Yeah. So, so if somebody would have popped up telling me and Dre a whole hands all the time, we both would have been like, all right, cuz. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Exactly. What's a, what's some advice you got for couples out there? I mean, I, I think um I think your advice of, of saying be gentle kind of dovetails into what I, I, I would I would say in regards to like not letting your emotions lead. Um Pastor mm-hmm. Moore said one time he had a really dope sermon in regards to relationships, right? Sometimes when we have an issue, we allow our emotions to take the best of us. And and it could be a conversation or, or a disagreement about uh, dishes in the sink. But because you all up tight and you keeping things bottled up, now you're like, oh, and on top of that, you letting this. And it's like, but that's, that's, that's not where our conversation is. And so really trying to take your time and not letting your emotions lead. Um, I feel it's helpful, at least when it comes to the communication part. Because I know for yeah. me, um, when I do get get riled up or I do get upset, um, <laughs> I may have a way of saying things I may not mean in the moment. And I know that's something that I'm working on. Uh, but I, I, I've learned, especially through you know my talk therapy and, and, and working in special ed and focusing on um, emotional <laughs> growth that like giving yourself that minute to kind of refocus your thoughts and then addressing any issues is more helpful than just yeah you know yeah so Shay thank you for for, for coming on and, and sharing this episode with us I know for me I, I really enjoyed having you I enjoy all our guests and the fact that you were one of them being who you are in this dynamic I thought was amazing so definitely thank you for um coming on the show but we know that you got a lot going on individually. You want to share with us kind of what's going on with you and your ministries and things going on? Uh, sure. Uh, well, thank you for having me, too. This was fun chatting with you guys um, with all the guy talk. Um, <laughs> so, um, so, well, my Instagram is uh, community um, where we just strive to um, empower young adults and their faith and their mental health um, and young families and things of that nature. And my Instagram is at Shay Scott Edwards and that's Shay like Shay Butter. Um, and I also teach acting to kids. So if your kids are young stars or think they're young stars or you just want to expose them to the arts i have virtual acting classes coming up in the fall um so on my instagram i'll be talking about that and then i also have um another podcast coming out soon called princess prayer warriors uh with um, my co-host chanel so that'll be coming out and brand b and i have a podcast too coming out so there's a lot of stuff in the works, so I think if you just follow me on Instagram, everything will be up there. Absolutely, and we want to keep, we're so happy to have you, um, and so proud of all the work that you're doing, and we want to keep these discussions going, um, like the, so hopefully um, on our network, um, with CBN and Good For You, um, and Are You Serious, we can have that um, spinoff 
like relationship, marriage, parenting podcast together. So hopefully that'll yeah. be in the work soon. And we'll there's have... demand. There's demand for it. People have told me maybe not on our GFU pod, but okay. in private, people have been asking about uh, more things focused on relationships, knowing where the two of you are coming from and, and, and the oh, things cool. that have gone on in my life. So yeah, yeah. man. I, hopefully I by by the fall or by year's end, we'll flip it and we'll have that podcast set up with Tone as the guest. Possibly. Yeah, that'll, be, that'll be a great look. Maybe I'll be maybe I'll be a couple more months into my marriage. Right. Have a different experience. Right. <laughs> Yo, uh, as usual, thank you guys for listening. You can hit us up at GFU Pod on Instagram and on Twitter at GFU Pod on Gmail. Um, we love all the input that you guys give us, all the conversations that people, you know, run me down and talk to me about and tell me that they enjoy the podcast. We appreciate your input. So definitely holler at us. Um, again, I'm Tone. I'm Chad. Peace. Peace.